Don't worry. You don't need a computer because Todd Goldstein's on the line. And you don't need data or info. You've got a great knowledge of North Melbourne and Todd Goldstein and the challenge that they will have on Sunday, taking on the Hawks at the MCG 110. Check your local guides to kick off season 2022. The big fellas on the line. Good morning, Todd. G'day, boys. How are we going? Mate, we are going beautifully. How are you tracking? Yeah, look, can't complain. It's a, it's a good time of year to, to be playing footy, and we're, we're looking forward to getting out there on Sunday. Are you... Uh, I'm going to go straight up into this. Are you sort of watching over your shoulder, looking around corners, trying to find the spicy cough and stay away from it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, look, there's always, there's always pressure on, 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 where, on how you're going and, and wanting to perform. So, look, I think the, the more pressure there is, the best it brings down all of us, I think, and the stronger your squad is, the, the better your side will be. Have you got any COVID issues? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. We, we've been doing our, our rapids pretty much every day, and, and I don't think we've got anyone with, with positives at the moment. So that's, a, that's always a nice sign by, by the sounds of the way some of the other clubs are going. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a problem, I think, at some stage for, for everyone, but hopefully not for the Kangas in the build-up to this game on Sunday. I did laugh uh, in the pre-season, um, Toddy, when David Noble, the coach of the Kangas, said that Jason Horn francis might not be playing round one, I did laugh when I saw that. Uh, he's in the extended squad. How's his form been in the practice games? What have you seen of his number one draft pick? Because the Kangas fans are hanging on just to see this kid in action. Oh, I think I think you can see he's, he's got a genuine raw ta- talent. Like he he will he'll make mistakes. He'll you know, he, he may not get a hundred percent things right with his structures and all that sort of stuff. But the the ability that he's got, I, I haven't seen too many kids come through and stand out the way he has and. You know, just to, I think people would have seen the the hanger that he took in our in our intra club game. Yep. Uh, some some of the kicking he was doing at training yesterday was just incredible. Just how well he can, how flat and hard he can hit the ball, and so accurately. So, look, he, he's going to be a very very good player, and you know, I think we don't want to put too much pressure on on the, on the young fella. Even though I think he wants the pressure, he, he's that type of kid. But you know, he'll be protected by players like Jai and and Luke Davis, Uniac, and, and things like that. So, you know, I, I think he's going to be an incredibly great player for. You know, the next decade and decade and a half. So, two questions, Todd, on this. Firstly, just on Jason, what 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 sort of boost does it give the club and even some of the more senior players when someone of this sort of talent walks through the door? Oh, I think I think it's not only just in Jace. I think it's just the entire young group we've got. It's it's one of the more talented young lists I've I've seen, and I think that's gives everyone, it makes everyone walk a little bit tall knowing that we've got, you know, there's not as much pressure on the likes of, of Jai or, a, or a Jack Zeeble or Nick Larkey because we've got these young kids coming through that are, that could, are really going to take the club in the direction they want to go in. So, you know, as long as they keep working hard and keep improving, I think, you know, the world's their oyster at the moment. So, you know, it, it's really exciting for all of us. Yeah, and that was that was actually my second question about the fact that it's not just Jason. That there's a number of players that... Um, it's almost a collection of about seven or eight that, that are your midfield for the future. As someone that's played in a lot of good midfields over your years, can you can you start to see that? Can you sort of imagining what it's going to look like in two, three, four years when these guys have all got 60, 70 games worth of experience? Oh, I'm incredibly excited and incredibly confident in the direction that the North Melbourne Footy Club's going and, and where, they, where they're going to be. I think that these kids just, they come across as too talented not be successful and you know as long as they they keep living by the ethos that, that you know we're trying to, to drill into them at the moment and, and they're really team first players you know, I think they're they're going to be incredibly incredibly dangerous in 
it may be this year, it might be the year after, who knows, but when it clicks for them all, they're going to be very, very good. And You said there's seven or eight. I reckon there's at least 10 or 11 that are going to be driving this club in the next next 18 months. What does success look like this year for the Kings? Is there a, is there a marker, not necessarily wins or losses, but is, is there a marker that you've got as a, as an aim and a goal to try and chase as a, as a team? Oh, look, for us, the, the big thing that the, the coach is always pushing is just looking at the marginal gains and, and trying to trying to get better in each little different area that maybe we, we let slip last year. So you know, we've, we've got a few little markers in, internally that you know, we're, we're looking to tick off and you know, hopefully... Now, if, we, if we tick those off, then that, that will lead to, I reckon, a lot more wins than losses. Uh, but, you know, we, we, don't wanna, we don't really want to put a, a ceiling on what these kids can do because you just don't know. You know, you've seen sides like Essen last year with a young list come through and, and play really good footy, and there's no reason why they, these boys aren't capable of doing that. Uh, but, you know, we also understand that where we were last year and where we finished last year, that we've got a lot of improvement just to, to catch up to, to be even up close to the... To the you know, the next group of teams ahead of us. And what about for your role? Are you still the main man in the ruck? Will you do a bit more forward work with Tristan Cherry coming in? Do you call him Tiff Cherry, by the way? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I might leave that one. I think I'll you leave should. His nickname should be Tiff. Anyway, I get <laughs> sidetracked sometimes. Um, will you be sharing the ruck a bit more? Are you spending a bit more time forward? Or what's in store for you in 2022? Yeah, I, I mean, no sort of uh, intimated last year that, they would their goal is for me to play more forward, and you know, that's something I've really enjoyed this this preseason, trying to to learn and, and get better at that craft. So I'm I'm looking forward to playing a bit more forward, and you know how they how we're going to share those duties. We haven't actually gone through the roles. I think it's going to change week to week depending on whether they play one, two, or, or three of us talls. Uh, so I think that's going to change week to week. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be spending more time forward, um, which is always nice because. You always want to try and kick a few snags. Yeah, snags are good. Yes, this is very important, Todd, what we're talking about here, because I've got Tristan Cherry in my fantasy team, and I, I think he could be the way to go. He's quite cheap. <laughs> so you're confident that well, I'm on the right track here with, with Tristan? I, I, I get asked for a lot of advice on, on fantasy football, and I'm, I'm going to steer well clear of that because I can't be blamed when, it's, when it doesn't come through. <laughs> um, but no, nah, Tristan, Tristan's had an incredible preseason. The, the improvement that he's he's shown since since last year is truly incredible. So, you know, I think he's definitely going to be playing some, some good minutes in the ruck and, and playing a lot of games this year. Good, good. I'm happy with that. So the other one I want to ask you about is almost the forgotten man at North Melbourne. His name is Aidan Kaur, um, who came as a sort of a high, not a high-profile recruit, but a, a big recruit for the footy club last year and, and had so many injuries last year. How, how's he looking? Oh, he, he looks great, and I think the way he, he carries himself around the footy club is is shown by the fact that you know after playing two games, he's, he's in the leadership group. So I think that shows you know where we see him as, as a player and as a person. But you know, I, I think he's he's at full fitness now. He, he's ready to go. He's almost like a, a new recruit this year for us that we, we didn't really get to unveil last year. So you know, he's going to be a, a mainstay down the in our backline for the next five, six, seven years. So I think we're really excited to see what he can do working in with Ben McKay, who obviously took some steps forward last year. And Callum Coleman-Jones come across to the club as well from the Tigers in the off-season. What's he added? Oh, I think he's, as a person, he's a really good person. He's fitted into the group really well, which is always the first the first goal to, to tick off. And you know, I think he's, his mobility in the forward line and just to, to try and add a little bit to 
to what we've got down there with, with Nick and, and Cam Zerha, he, he gives us another tall option, which we've probably been missing the last few years, as well as, you know, if, if the coaches want to, want to go with the three talls, it gives us a pretty, a pretty tough ruck combination of the three of us to, to come up again. Well, you'll be stretching the defence of the Hawks if you play the three tools on Sunday at the MCG. One ten is the bounce of the ball for the first game of the season for the Kangaroos. Get along and support the boys in the Royal Blue and White Stripes, and we wish you the best of luck for the whole season, mate, as well as on Sunday. Go get them. Thanks a lot, fellas. Todd Goldstein with us uh, from the Kangas.